0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi guys, today's format's gonna be a little different than what you're used to because um, I have Dina on and she's gonna do the don't hate me with me. So I've just moved things around a little bit, but I love, love this episode and I think you will too. I'm gonna go totally rogue and start with the opening music. So let's try it. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Halloween is is fast approaching, you guys. Is it next week? I don't know. Halloween is an interesting thing. It was always one of my favorite holidays growing up. Holiday, is it a holiday? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. My favorite things. I loved Halloween. I don't dress up as an adult, not because I'm above it. I just don't get invited to any of those fun Halloween parties. Nobody cares to invite me to a fun Halloween party, which is a mistake because I would go all in. And when I was younger, I was never attractive Halloween girl. I was never sexy Halloween person. My favorite picture that I like to post every year is all my friends dressed as cute, like punk girls in like, you know, very cool costumes. They looked like cool, fun party girl, punk, punk girls. And for whatever reason, I wanted to be the Pillsbury Doughboy. I I insisted. So they were all in like mini skirts and fishnets and, you know, whatever, and, and makeup. And I had white sweats that I stuffed with pillows. I painted my body head to toe in white thick paint. I wore a chef's hat and I carried a basket of biscuits. And yes, it was during the time that I had a very unattractive boy haircut. So the whole thing, (laughs) it really speaks to who I am as a person. There was a meme that I loved like other girls on Halloween and me and the other girls were like dressed as sexy Halloween people. And that person was in like a blow up, you know, sumo wrestler costume. That's basically what I did for every Halloween. One Halloween, I was um, a bag of popcorn and people, my mom popped like a million things of popcorn and made, she was a fashion designer, as you guys know from listening to her episode. And she made me a um, a very heavy plastic bag costume. Again, not sexy. I, I filled the bag with popcorn. And when I wore it to school for the Halloween parade, people were just sticking their hands in and eating the popcorn out of my costume. But I, I loved Halloween. I love, I love horror movies. I love scary things. I I love scary things. I love candy corn. It's my controversial opinion. I think candy corn is the best of all the Halloween candy. The other good gets on Halloween were... The solo regular size Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, little sweetheart packs, not the the long skinny roll, the ones that you have to rip the paper, and there was like two sweethearts in it. I also liked the mounds and almond joy. I was not above that. I didn't like the Milky Way houses. I, I didn't. I didn't like those at all. Those were my least favorite. God forbid you gave me a a sucking candy or a lollipop of any kind. I didn't, I didn't like that either. Anyway, Halloween is fun, but Spirit Halloween, that's, that's creepy. I am wildly creeped out about Spirit Halloween. It's like they, Spirit Halloween, it it just springs up out of nowhere. It's like it waits behind the bushes and then come October 1st, it's like, it's here, we're here, come on in. I don't know, something about Spirit Halloween I'm not saying it's not a good store, but it's the the springing up out of nowhere in your neighborhood every every year come October. It just it's, it's very unsettling to me. I don't know why. Football season has begun, and it's time to put your money where your mouth is. That's why I'm happy that today's episode is presented by Bet Online. Football is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your awards. BetOnline, where the game starts. My get involved this week, this is a weird one. I don't know what kind of rock I've been living underneath, but I didn't know that knives had to be sharp. I didn't know that that was a thing we we were doing as people. I didn't know we were sharpening our knives. I didn't know we had sharp knives. I didn't know the sharpness of your knife made a difference. Did you guys know that? You probably did. You probably did. There's a lot of things that I didn't know about the kitchen, but that's one of them. And I noticed over time, I was getting progressively frustrated by my unsharp knives because they literally, I have huge knives that I've had forever that were not cutting through anything. And then when I'd go to someone's house to cook, I mean, not that I was cooking, but if I do something in their kitchen, maybe I had to cut something up or help them cook. You know, when you're like, can I help you with something? Hoping that they'll say no, (laughs) if I could be completely honest. But sometimes they say yes can you cut this up? And then you're, before you know it, you, you're doing something that you're completely unequipped to do. Anyway, I noticed that everyone had these super sharp knives and everything I cut, it was like cutting butter. So I said to someone, I think I need new knives. So my friend told me about, uh, that. first of all, I didn't know this, but my knife block, I have like a million knives. I think I got it a million years ago, like for my wedding even. I, I don't even know where I got this knife block of, 50 different kinds of knives. But apparently you only need three knives. Did you know that? I didn't. So my get involved for this week is get involved and get yourself a new set of knives and you only need three knives. Someone told me to get the knife trio from Material Kitchen, so I did. Again, this is not sponsored. This is not an ad. I'm just telling you what someone recommended to me. They have a knife trio. I will post it on the official social studies Instagram, um, in the highlight reel for links. But I got these three knives and now my life has changed. I cut things like voluntarily. I'm like, let me just slice you something. Do you need a, a sliced onion? Can I chop an apple? I don't know. Anyone that comes to my house will now have something that's finely chopped like I'm a Benihana chef because now I can do that. I didn't understand that the dullness of my knives were what was prohibiting me from getting to the next level of chefdom. What finally pushed me over the edge to pull the trigger, by the way, was watching the Roadrunner documentary, the Anthony Bourdain documentary. If you have not watched it, I can't recommend something more. It's unbelievable. But one of the things his, I think it was his book publisher talked about was every time Anthony Bourdain came over for dinner, he would get upset with the knives in his kitchen that they weren't sharp enough. And those knives look pretty sharp. And that's when I realized I had knives of sadness. So I pulled the trigger on the material kitchen knives. Also, I don't know, but I've seen the truck in my neighborhood. If you don't want to buy yourself new knives, I've seen a knife sharpening truck roll through my neighborhood. Now I don't know how to find it, and I'm sure you could bring your knives somewhere. I know you guys will DM me that there's probably like you go to the hardware store. I don't know wherever you go to get your knives sharpened, but. If you haven't gotten your knives sharpened and you don't want to buy new knives, go sharpen your knives because it is a thing. It's a service they offer and it will change your life. So get involved. Okay. My guest today, I'm thrilled to have. It's Dina. She's back. Hasn't been on in a while. Always one of my favorites. She's brilliant. And I love the topics we're covering and she is going to help me with the don't hate me. And boy, oh boy, either you guys are going to d- agree with this one or you are going to adamantly disagree. As always, I'm very interested in hearing which it is. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. One of your favorite guests is back. I'm so excited she's here. Dina, welcome back to Social Studies.
1: Hi. I'm sure so many people are excited.
0: They are. They like love you. one person. No, you. they love you. <laughs> okay. You're like one of the favorites. Um, Dina, Dina and I are here today with a lot of things that we want to discuss with you. my Don't Hate Me This Week, Dina is going to be part of... I'm going to bring her into the don't hate me because I I know that this is going to be polarizing and I know people are going to hate me. Don't hate me, but I don't want a tour of your house when I come to visit. (laughs) I, the second I feel like I've come to see your house, Mm -hmm. I've come over for dinner and I now am on a guided tour. I immediately start to panic. How do you feel about it?
1: Well, it's kind of one of those things that you just have to do to be polite and like interact with humans. But I I, I agree with you. I mean, it depends, but mostly I just feel instantly exhausted about or start to spin about, oh God, I'm going to have to go room to room, ooh and ah, point out that I like the use of texture. Like it's just a lot. Like you can't you you can't be silent when you're on a house tour.
0: No, it's very very interactive. Yeah, you got to be talking. A lot of of praise. A lot is of praise. Required. A lot of reinforcement, a lot of praise. reinforcement and praise. <laughs> right. Is required from you. And here's the thing. Look, if it, if you're my best friend or you're someone who I'm like really excited and whatever. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. If I just don't. If I know you peripherally. Yeah. And I end up at your house. And then we have, by the way, God forbid we go upstairs. God forbid. But that's
1: part of the house tour. God,
0: yeah. I immediately start to panic because I I realize I have to drum up emotion. Right. And
1: be excited about what?
0: Now, and this is the other thing. If you're going to give me a house tour, I want your house to be like Willy Wonka's house. Correct. I want a chocolate river. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I want, I want you to open a bookcase and there's like a spiral slide into like a, a pool of jelly beans.
1: Totally. Right. (laughs) Like what have you seen? That's like, like in, on most house tours, like what are you seeing that you haven't seen a million times before?
0: It's crazy. (laughs) I
1: I agree with you there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes.
0: I yes. actually think it's not fair. Like, like I want to see something. Show me a room that's like made of trampoline floors and like strobe <laughs> lights. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see maybe a creepy mm-hmm. room like your Jeffrey Dahmer and you store heads <laughs> right, exactly. in a freezers.
1: Yeah. Or a, like, yeah, a panic room or something where a you go to hide out. Like that, By the that way, I'd be interested in with like want, video cameras.
0: I'd be very into seeing a panic room yeah. on a house door.
1: I've never offered a house tour personally, or apartment tour, or anything because first of all, my I don't want people
0: to see how I live. <laughs> right, my first bedroom of all. is never clean enough. Let's yeah. just start there. Yeah, but also, does anyone really care? I don't.
1: Well, some people must because the house tour still exists. But <laughs> I, I don't. I feel like I need a nap after a house tour from from pointing out all the things that I think are amazing.
0: Ooh, I love this! Oh, oh wow, I've that had tile. to point out oh a kitchen tile island, fence and yeah. wallpaper. Yep, Text, window textures. Like who cares? I don't even know what I'm saying at some point. No, a bed is a bed. It's like you go on autopilot. It's and like, the worst is, you guys, I'm sorry. The worst is when you go on a house tour and it, there's like not even furniture. It's just like <laughs> Empty generic room, And there's nothing to say. I mean, that, by the way, is when you go into the moldings. Like you just start referencing, oh, I like your moldings. Now, let me ask you, and again, I love your house. I'm so proud that you live there. Yeah. It's beautiful. But it's here's the thing. If If it's a really fancy house, okay, there's a kind of a bragging element. Mm-hmm. If you want to show everyone your 18 dens.
1: Who are you hanging out
0: with? (laughs) Now, again, if you are my close friend and I know you, I'm so excited to see your house because I'm so excited you did it and I support you. That's a genuine statement. I want to just make that blanket statement so none of my friends are upset that they've ever showed me their house. (laughs) (laughs) It's more, you know what I'm talking
1: about. Well, yeah, it's, it's a humble brag. And like you said, like unless it's like Willy Wonka, it's nothing that you haven't seen before. Right. right? It's, it's so beds,
0: who, it's bathrooms. Who cares? Right.
1: I guess if I was like, when I was little, if I was leaving like my kid there, it'd be nice to like see the lay of the land to make sure there isn't like a, a murder room somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm more interested in getting into people's bedrooms just to see like how they- how they live, like what's on their, in their medicine cabinet, right? By the way, show me that. Yeah.
0: Next time I go on a house tour, I'm going to say, can I look in your medicine cabinet? That's what, yeah. Would that be awkward?
1: No, that's what it should be. Because then we authentically get to know each
0: other. Yeah. Like show me something that I'm like, huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Let me see that junk drawer in the
0: kitchen. Let's see if, (laughs) see what you got in there. Okay. Bottom line is if you're going to give a house tour, use the suggestions that Dina and I just gave you. Show us your medicine cabinet, the interior of your or the closets in your bedroom. Yep, your dr- junk drawers, junk drawers,
1: under your yeah, under your sink, on vanity,
0: under the sinks. Oh, I think. what's in your um, your bedside tables? Yep, that's like a really telling sign. <laughs> I'd like to see what's right. in there. Okay, um, yeah, that pretty much sums up okay. the house tour for me. <laughs> so the next
1: time we give a house tour, that's what it should be. Okay, we should just. That's my house door
0: and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) You guys invite me over. Give me a house door on my rules. (laughs) Let's talk about your pets for a second. If you have a pet, you know, they are just like one of your family members and you want the best for them. Pet Care Rx knows the most important thing is to keep your pets healthy by offering the best products and save money while doing it. They have food, medication, toys, treats, accessories, supplements, and pharmacy. They have a huge inventory for some of the lowest prices on the internet and can all be delivered right to your doorstep. And they also have something great. They have something called Pet Plus, which is a membership. Members get everything at wholesale prices and also includes 24-7 virtual vet support, where you can chat with a vet from the comfort of your own home. It's a great site. I just went ahead and ordered my dog's food from there. They are also kind enough to offer all my listeners a discount. That is J-E-N-A 30 for 30% off at checkout. So definitely take advantage of that deal when you are checking out PetCareRx.com. Okay, so one of the things that we wanted to talk about is there are certain things we do as people that if you really pay attention to and think about, they're just downright awkward and weird. There, there are things that we do where we make a silent pact among us that we're just gonna sit in silence and act like nothing is weird about the fact that we're all crammed in
1: Right. Gathered together, total (laughs) strangers.
0: Total strangers gathered together on their best behavior in silence. Okay. For example. For example. Dina, why don't you begin?
1: Well, I had, we were talking last week about elevator stress. Yes. Because I got into an elevator. There's no buttons in elevators anymore. I don't know if you've realized this, that it's all like controlled by like when you actually enter yes. the buildings now these these like nicer sort of buildings that have gone up in New York City So you get in there, there's no buttons. Which by the way, I
0: have to say, that's already a big commitment because you have to know, like when you're in the lobby, you have to program which floor you're going into. And once you're in the elevator, you're stuck in there and it brings you, you can't change your mind.
1: You can't change your mind. And you're just sort of held captive. There's (laughs) not even like an emergency escape. Correct. What if I just needed to get out?
0: Yeah. Like, you know what? I just have to get out. Can't happen. You have to go all the way to the 48th floor.
1: Exactly. So I realized, well, it just reminded me of being in an elevator in general and I know a lot of us have this issue, is just like the standing in silence with another person and the tension that arises about, do you talk? Do you say goodbye on the way out? Like, I just, the whole time I'm like completely worried about my experience with that person. What do they think of me? Do they think I'm unfriendly because I haven't said anything? This is one of those things. I'm in a box with a stranger shooting up a building. (laughs) This (laughs) is weird. Do we know
0: what's going on? What's amazing about the elevator is again, there's a, a silent agreement that we all face forward towards the door. So yeah. it's not like you face each other. So you never want to <laughs> be an awkward person who just turns and faces the rest of the people in the elevator. Maybe we should start doing that. Facing the wrong way in the elevator. <laughs> right. It is so interesting though, right? That's one of the unspoken things I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like we get in an elevator And we all know to face towards the door. So we're not making eye contact or looking at anyone.
1: Yep. We just know. We just know. We gather in silence and we just do the right thing.
0: (laughs) We gather in silence and we do the right thing. Now, God forbid, there's always one person. There's always one in every crowd that's like, oh, it's a cold day today.
1: Oh, that just- Right to the weather. Right. That that just causes like (laughs) me to panic
0: because- (laughs) Why is the weather- It's almost a nervous tick because the doorman, anyone that you encounter briefly, it's never just like, what are you having for lunch? Or like something like that. It's just, oh, it's a cold day. Oh, it's a hot one.
1: Safe conversation. (laughs) Safe. Safe, boring. Well, not boring, but like it is boring, but like just safe conversation because it's just polite, the polite way to interact in the world.
0: We literally, I think it's crazy. We go through life. Just getting weather reports from strangers <laughs> all day long. Pretty
1: much autopilot through. <laughs> this is why we all feel so isolated because we're not connected. You can't get to know somebody through talking about
0: the weather. And by the, the way, here's the real question: Do you want to get to know somebody?
1: Oh, that's another question. But maybe you know, maybe there's like some some really interesting character that we're just never going to get to know. I think we should
0: start doing that because we're sec- too polite. The second someone gives me a phony weather report, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask a crazy question. Like, what was the most traumatic thing that happened in your childhood? That's what we should be talking about is like
1: child, like seriously, trauma. Think back. The next Let's time be someone authentic. says, oh,
0: it's a cold one today. It's very cloudy. I'm going to be like, what is the most traumatic yeah. thing that's I'll happened I'll be like, in my dad childhood? didn't pay enough attention to me. So my relationships with men have been... And completely- by the way, and then just pray they don't answer. The other thing about the elevator we were saying is the nice thing about COVID Not in a corporate office building, not in a doctor's building, not in a hospital of any kind, but in a residential building, there is now an unspoken agreement that since COVID, everyone gets their own elevator. Their own private
1: ride. It's true. It's It's amazing. Yeah. And if more people come in, you're like, wait wait a second. What's going on? It feels violated. Yeah, you feel violated. How dare you bombard me with this? (laughs) This high risk adventure we're about to take together.
0: Pre pre COVID, the whole building would just get in the elevator like a can of sardines. Now <laughs> it's like an understood thing. Like, And there's always that one person who doesn't follow the rule. And then yeah. you stare at them like, really? I know. I know. And then you get right into the subway and you just press your face against 4,000 <laughs> people. Pretty much and it's don't like care. a human
1: jigsaw puzzle again.
0: But you will hold a resentment towards the person that came into your elevator.
1: Yep. But yeah, we just. We're all doing, we all fall into line, like being on planes and doing that. Although if you, if you're on TikTok, you see people are constantly rising up on flights now, like 24 hours a day. There's like somebody beating up a, one of the stewardesses or like making a scene or
0: there is a movement on the airplanes, right? There I've never a seen rise it. Have movement. you ever seen
1: somebody rise up on the
0: plane? I haven't. And I wish I would. Yeah. I honestly wish not in a dangerous way, right? I can't believe the way people fight on airplanes, Ugh. which goes against what we were about to say.
1: <laughs> right? Exactly. No, but also everybody around them just sits there too.
0: Yeah. Like nobody does
1: anything. Unfazed. Unfazed. Like I feel like I would go into such a rage and like instantly want to kill somebody who's like delayed my flight or just like.
0: Do you think you'd say something? Probably not. I would definitely sit in silence and I'd be like, can I have another tarot chip? Yeah. Can I have another biscuit? What are the name of those (laughs) Those biscuits? Those biscotti. Yeah. Can I I have another biscuit? So what we were saying is another place where we gather silently. (laughs) And stare forward. And stare forward is an airplane. Yeah. This one Mm -hmm. is always, it honestly, no matter how many times I fly, it amazes me that a bunch of strangers come together. Mm -hmm. We board an airplane. We sit silently facing forward with our Tara chips
1: <laughs> and biscotti
0: cookies. <laughs> and biscotti or our our pop chips or whatever they're coming by down the aisle with. And we sit in these chairs, we eat these sad snacks. Yep. And we take off from the ground. We fly, <laughs> we fly. through the air. We're
1: just like do 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 nothing to see here. Nothing just to see here. Shooting through Outer space, (laughs) 90 million miles, above the clouds,
0: 90 million miles an hour. Sometimes to another country. Right. Sometimes we're sleeping on the plane.
1: At the mercy of God knows who's (laughs) in the front of the plane.
0: Hoping the pilot knows what they're doing. But again, it's so weird. We don't even talk to each other. We're not even like, we don't say to the person next to us, like, can you believe we're flying through the air? Like, it's just Just a given. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, every time I get on a plane, this occurs to me. Yep. We are just going to sit here silently and all collectively fly through the air. <laughs>
1: <Just> <laughs> facing forward. Facing forward. With a bunch of strangers and packed in tight and just like nothing to see here. It's so... Nothing to see here.
0: And we all just know what our job is. Our job is to sit there, mm-hmm. to respect the people behind and in front of us by not putting our seat back like oh putting the seat back the anxiety i feel yeah. when it's time yeah i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry like I, I feel i
1: know
0: guilty
1: like i'm sorry i'm invading your space for
0: reclining and you know they're pissed because i yeah, hate you when know people they're do pissed. it to me
1: because i'm like really
0: as you see that scene in front of you go down you're like mother <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst and then there's people. By the way, my favorite is when people watch porn-esque type movies on oh, their iPads in front of you. In front of and you, and you're like, "I is like," and you're out. like, "What? Co- what in the porn are they watching?" I know. And then you get off the plane. Like it never happened. And you'll never see any of these people again. You don't no. keep in
1: touch. Yep. You don't keep in touch. There's no, You didn't get to know anybody.
0: You didn't get to know anyone. There's no human connection. And the person that sat next to you the entire time you see them in baggage claim and just like act like you've never seen them before in your life. Right. Exactly. No. even though they've crawled over you six times. Although you're always
1: happy to see somebody because then you know that you're at the right baggage claim and you're just like, oh, I, that was my person. I I recognize you from my flight.
0: By the way, that's so true. That's I've never this so true. I've never been so excited like, to I see someone I feel very bonded flight. to
1: the people that are like, I see it. At, totally, like,
0: totally. That's so true. But do
1: you also assess the people that like get on the plane with you to like oh. see like... Whether you're at high risk for like something wrong happening or like
0: No, I'll tell you what I assess. If I'm going somewhere like a city I've never visited or yeah. a place, like I like to see what people are wearing to yes. that state. Where are they going? Right. Are they like are they dre- are they from that state and this is what people wear there? Yep. Yep. I once took a plane back from California and it was around the time of Coachella. Oh God. The amount of wide brim hats that festival got on the plane, attire. festival attire. I was traumatized. It was a plane of hats. <laughs> it was like well, it might have well been a plane of clowns because that's how I feel about those. Yeah, but it was hats. Coachella,
1: so there was definitely like that's a, whole scene. that's a whole scene. But I think like IDing personality based on the outfit, especially like the shoe. Just being able to determine the type of people that you're surrounded with based on what's presented. Totally. Um, And yes, making a snap judgment about it. I know it's not, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, but on a plane, you do. You do. You do. That's just the way it is.
0: I feel like I know everything about someone on a plane by what they're wearing. I agree. Like down to like what their job is. Yeah,
1: The bag that they're carrying. Yeah. Yeah. And people are like really sloppy on planes now.
0: I will say I'm also obsessed with the people that have their laptop and they're working so hard on like an Excel sheet. Yeah. And I'm like, what kind of job? Their their job is so important. So
1: important they can't even take a break just to like <laughs> to like stare at a screen or just watch the flight path tracker, which is yeah. all I ever do. I listen <laughs> to my music and I just watch the I'm flight tracker. I'm too scared
0: to watch the flight tracker because I, <laughs> I, I think it. that by watching it, okay. like I'll see something terrible. I love it. Like I'll fall I into the ocean.
1: I can't sit still for that long. So I just need to like be occupied. I can't sit still. Something. And I can't sleep.
0: Um, Another place um, that we discussed that has this collective gathering Is a movie theater. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, another wildly awkward social gathering.
1: Yep. Do people still go to movie theater?
0: You know, I haven't been to a movie theater, obviously, since before COVID. Yeah. But I did go post-COVID, which is I went to see Top Gun Maverick.
1: (laughs) Me too. Two times. Okay.
0: Best movie. Best movie. Miles Teller, Hello. Hello. No, that was such a good movie. And... I came out of that movie and I said to my, my boyfriend, I was like, um, hey, cause he hadn't seen it. I okay. saw it with my son. I was like, are you, I like text him the minute I get out. I was like, hey, are you able to like, are you one of those people that can grow a mustache? Right?
1: Or like And he's like, what he's like, what do you mean? In some sort of military SWAT team. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cause it's, <laughs> it's like, kind of hot. Like a thick, you know, just like a thick mustache. Yeah. Like anyway, it was like hilarious. The thing about a movie theater is again, we all go, Mm -hmm. we collectively make an agreement to sit in these seats. To enter a dark space. Enter a dark (laughs) space with... A bucket of popcorn. A bucket of
1: popcorn with complete strangers. God Tons only knows of candy. what's on their mind.
0: Yeah, Candy. By the way, never. This is another great thing about the movies. It's never just a pack of Twizzlers. Yeah. It's a seven pound bag. For you. Remember, we've had this discussion already.
1: <laughs> I'm not a candy person. Oh my but God, I that's see. right. Yeah.
0: You guys, if you you <laughs> didn't listen to the episode, I was raised by a bodega, which is, I think, one of my favorite episodes yeah. of all time. Yeah. Uh, Dina's on there and we're discussing yeah. snack foods. But the quantities of stacks at movie theaters are crazy. Right. And the cost. And the cost. You sit down next to a total stranger, elbow to elbow, and you it's an unspoken rule that you're just going to shove your face with popcorn, candy, mm-hmm. fountain soda. Sit forward. Sit forward. Behave. Eyes on the screen. Behave yourself. And literally not even acknowledge the person next yeah. to you. Then you sit in the dark for at least two hours. And it's quite intimate. It's very right. It's intimate.
1: Very, right? And like they're seeing you like in repose, like in a, <laughs> and like a weakened state just sitting there.
0: <laughs> it is really bizarre. If you think about it. Yeah. This is the thing about a movie theater, because I've said, by the way, a maverick, like, you had to see in a theater. Yes. But a lot of movies, I I got to the point where I was like, I could just watch it at home. Right. That's why I was like, people aren't going. I don't need to sit that. next to someone else, but... I saw I saw Maverick
1: at um in like in one of those IPIC theaters. Have you ever been? Oh I love, love yeah, I saw the lay flat seats. Yeah. So I was like lying down. That's even weirder, I think. You're lying down. <laughs> <laughs> like even in a more weakened like By the way, I don't know if you guys state.
0: I don't know what states have these, but New York a lot of the theaters now are lie flat seats. Yeah. Where you literally are in a luxurious leather sofa recliner right. and you lie your body completely flat.
1: Completely down. And, like, there's food, like, that can be brought to you. You don't have to do anything and lift a finger. Like, it's nice, but, like, it's not, like, we didn't need this, did we? Like, was there such a de- – like, is that just, like, a requirement now? Like, the demand was there? Like, I'm
0: not comfortable enough, so I need to be lying down. I do like a live flat seat. I'm not going to lie. yeah, Because it's very comfortable. And then you can position your body to see the screen exactly yeah, it's how an experience. you are. Yeah, it's an experience. But, but, again, like, you know. But, again, when that movie is over – you just collect your garbage from the floor. Right. You silently walk out. Silently walk never out. Never talk
1: about the movie before we leave. And if somebody does,
0: I like freak out and take off You running. do not talk you in the cannot. movie theater. No. And then you get outside. Yeah. But it's weird. Like these, if you really think about it, now that we bought it up, mm-hmm. you're going to think about times in your life yeah. that you've been in this position. Yeah.
1: These collective... Confined experiences Collective with our fellow silent.
0: man. Yeah. It, you're like a bunch of mimes gathering, if you will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much. It's really just a mime convention. <laughs> who, who knew that we, like, we, that's what we double as? A mime, you know, a mime convention.
0: convention. <laughs> I am dead. In fact, if I wonder if we, like, Googled mime convention, they're like, our outings include elevators, movie, movie theaters. theaters. <laughs>
1: airplanes. I think those are the only three, right? That like where I can think of like people getting together.
0: Can you guys think of any more circumstances? Because a
1: concert, you're like more animated. No, concerts, you're animated. Okay. Like you might touch the person. If you guys can think of
0: any, let me know. That sums up another week of social studies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, if you haven't, please go on Apple and leave a five-star review and replete with your favorite things about the podcast if you could write them in there. Again, to leave a review, you go to the homepage of the podcast where all the episodes are listed, scroll down past the episodes and leave your review in the review section. And I'd love to hear from you guys as always, so please keep it up with the DMs, the emails, the pigeons, whatever however you've been reaching me. I love it. I love to hear what you have to say. Um, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Again, every time I say that, I'll just see you the next episode. Okay. Anyway, this episode was brought to you by Bet Online and Pet Care Rx. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you